so actually, I have something that I wanted to start with because I chose not to start it yesterday, and this is going to be tough because we're recording two days in a row, but we'll manage. Are we really telling uh, people that? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, God. Now the people know our people. secrets. That's right. Yeah, our secrets. This one time that we're doing it, other than the next two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh When I texted, so first of all, this is how Grant communicates, is I texted him at about 10 o'clock his time, okay. maybe 9 o'clock his time on Sunday, saying, what's hip and happening, after he didn't respond to me the previous day, which he had a good reason for, but that's beside the point. This is my subjective experience. And then four to five hours later, all he said was, not much, I'm at a fancy target. <laughs> Okay. And so, and so, I no, I you don't need to defend yourself. I'm not. All I want to ask is, what is this fancy target? What made it fancy? I've been to many a target, and they're all exactly the same, except for when they're a reflection of the target that I'm used to going to. That's why it was a fancy target, because it wasn't just a reflection of the target I'm used to. Like, okay, well, so, then you need to expand on that. So, like, so I'm just gonna assume the target you're used to has the like. Like, super target we're talking about here. So it's got grocery section. I think grocery section is either on the right or the left of the store. Yes. The electronics really was on the right, market. bro. What? That's wrong. I know. It was weird. And maybe it's just an Illinois thing. I don't know. But then there were, like, roundabouts in the middle of the store. What? There were, like... Rather than having just straight aisles that span the entire length of the store, they had these, like, little roundabouty areas with, like, displays and stuff in the middle of them. And huh. it, just, it just felt bougie. Yeah. Because the only non-traditional Target I've ever been to is the uh, two-story one on Nicollet Mall, mm. where, like, the headquarters is. I haven't even been there. I feel like a bad Minnesotan for not having been there. It's not exciting. Like, there's just an escalator, and that's the only difference. It's not but like there's an escalator, it probably doesn't Mark. even have. Yeah, but it probably doesn't even have more stuff in it. It's probably just more of the same thing spread out among two floors. Like, it's not, you know, it's just another target. It just happens to have two floors. Yeah. So I hear your point, uh, but escalators are awesome. I agree. Uh, some of my most fond memories have occurred on escalators. <laughs> Uh, uh, you think I'm kidding? Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite memories of freshman year was when we got to go to MOA during our welcome week, mm -hmm. and the security guards didn't care that we were just kind of roaming around the mall, and so I decided to go up a down escalator and down an up escalator. Yes, and it was it was invigorating. It was a great way to start off college. That sounds so awesome. I've always it was about the most rebellious that. thing I did throughout college, but it's fun. It's much. I think that it's uh, it's much harder going down the up escalator. Oh, I bet. I feel like it'd be really you know, tricky not to it, fall. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, it's not. It's not necessarily that it's like. Oh, I mean, like, it, once you get going fast enough, it's fine. But it's that kind of. It's the entrance and dismount at the very mm -hmm. end. Like, you have to sort of time it correctly. Uh. And yeah, definitely just like, you know, you're far more aware of if you were to fall going down 
an up escalator, A, it's easier to do. And if you do, you have way more momentum going. Like, you're going to get way, way more hurt going down. Yeah. You know? The the difficulty so. isn't getting down the up escalator. It's getting down the up escalator without hurting yourself. <laughs> exactly. But I managed. It, it was fine. And it was fun. I'm glad that I did That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, of course, there's the... I wonder... I'm, I'm going to search this real quick. Do you watch Spongebob, Grant? Have I asked you this? No, I think we've talked about this. I grew we up without have. cable. Mikhail doesn't either. It's so sad. Yeah. Well, okay, but it's on Amazon Prime now, if you have that. It is? But, like, I'm an adult it is. now. I'm trying to be an adult, Mark. That's so, not a good way to up watch my it while drinking cred. A, then watch it while drinking a beer. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's still funny. Just watch the first season. I did that, the, like, two weeks ago or something. Okay. No. I found it on there, and then I sat down and I watched it, and it was great. Okay. Uh, but they play a game that is uh, like shoots and ladders, mm-hmm. except they call it e- eels and escalators. <gasps> Ooh. So now I'm trying to figure out if eels and escalators is a game that exists somewhere. It has to be purchase. because the internet exists. You'd think so? Oh, someone created a tabletop simulator on Steam, so you can play it on your computer. See? The game operates exactly as the Spongebob wiki says. If you roll two eels, then you move down the board towards the eels, and if you roll two escalators, then you go up the escalators. Nice. Rolling both means you don't move. Sweet. Escalator, escalator, escalator! Yay! Such a good show. I don't even know why I'm saying yay, because I haven't seen it, but... <laughs> you should. We should have We should have a Spongebob-dedicated episode. We should not. I'm sorry. I would love that. Spongebob is great. So much. And I'm saying that from never having really seen Spongebob and just, like, knowing it from pop culture, but... I feel like that would Grant, make some trash content, even more trash than our current content not. is. You need to give it its due diligence because the humor is right up your alley. I know it is. It's like childish potty <laughs> humor and crap like that. It's not. No, no. That's the thing, though. It's not like potty humor. It's absurd humor. Like oh, it's absurdist at its core. Like shark. It's never like. Oh, not that bad. <laughs> Don't you mean that In good? A, <laughs> in an endearing way it's like because that's that's why spongebob succeeded compared to a lot of other shows is that like it's it's one of the few shows that my dad can watch and laugh at okay that's an, that's like an old that's like a cartoon from our generation mm-hmm. because it's just stupid like it's it's a couple of like dumb but ultimately well-meaning people mm-hmm. kind of just screwing around and it's yeah. really great Okay. So. Okay, let's get let's get to the meat of things. Ooh. I go first this time. It's easy to remember today. <laughs> because Mark wrote it down and we recorded less than 24 hours ago. So mostly referring to that second thing. <laughs> okay. And that's my Okay, there's your comic. So, Mark's comic for the week is called Wide Open by Rich Powell. That's a nice name. I like Rich Powell. That's a good name. 
Anyway, so Mark's comic, there are three turtles slash tortoises. I honestly don't know the difference, so I'm going to call them turtles in it. And one of them appears to be very big and old and potentially wise, and he has a pipe in his hand. And he's looking at two younger turtles. And the two younger turtles together are saying, Tell us about the night on old Lexington Road again. Did I miss something? No, I don't think that's very funny either. It was just a it was a conduit for a question. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, normally at the end of your comics, I like laugh a little bit to myself. And this one, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. I boofed it up. I read it wrong. I don't get it. It's not funny to me. No. no uh, I mean, if I'm, I'm going to fact check myself before I uh, do this. But nope. No, it's not even what I thought it might be. Okay, yep, whatever. Yeah, I don't. It's whatever. Uh, the question that I had was, uh, would you like? How long would you like to live? Ooh, that's a really difficult question. Do I have to answer mm-hmm. with a number or a description? Ah, uh, I mean, you can answer with either. I don't really care. Um, I want to live until the majority of, or a very significant portion of the people like my age-ish that I have strong relationships with start dying and then I want to die. Hmm. Okay. If that, like, I don't want to live forever, even though I sometimes jokingly say that, like, screw you old people, I'm going to live forever or something. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't expect to live forever, and I feel like that'd be maybe almost a well, better Well, I'm not curse. talking about expectations. <laughs> but what do I want? Yeah. Well, I don't really want to live forever, unless everyone's living forever. Then I definitely want to live forever. I don't want to be like the nerd who accidentally dies when everyone else is living forever. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I guess then here are the two situations, then. Can I hear your answer first? I want to know No. What- you said <laughs> the two situations then so you kind of answered one is everybody like we're given the ability to live forever right yeah through some means right and you say okay you take that assuming that every pretty much everybody else will too right mm-hmm. but uh that's hard and though. then the other the and then the I other side it. is only you are given this uh opportunity if you will this option only me? Only you, as far as you know. Because that's also difficult, because if it's... Oh, if he, The way you're describing it as, like, an opportunity, I'm, like... I'm a bit of, like, a butt nugget if I'm just, like, turning this down when, like... Oh, I don't know. So, okay, in that situation where it's just me and I'm given this quote-unquote opportunity to live forever, I honestly at this moment don't know what I would do. Um, Mm. But I can say that if I chose to accept the opportunity to live forever, it would not be like for my – like it wouldn't be for selfish reasons. It would be like Mm -hmm. for – 
reasons of like what I could do to help people. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to live forever just to be the cool dude who lives forever. Because I think mm-hmm. that would suck. Sure. Well, here's the here's one tougher situation. Okay. Oh, you make it even harder. Yeah. So okay, let's say me. you don't know, but you are going to live forever. And by the time that you're about 130 years old, it's hitting you like, hmm, I should probably be feeling worse right now. But you don't. Right? Mm-hmm. And you still look like 35 or whatever. Okay, <laughs> what it would have hit you? me before then if I was still looking 35 and hot. <laughs> I know, but, you know, you take care of yourself. <laughs> well, you know I do. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Gotta work on that beach bod, Mark. Okay, Grant. That's right. That skin will see sun the day that you die. <laughs> <laughs> right before it's put in the ground. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, you know, so let's say this sort of, uh, you're going to anyway you haven't been able to make the decision your decision is then to not live forever okay yeah so do you just sort of accept it well no like what would you do like would you just sort of be like well i guess i'll just kind of ride it out like what's my other option (laughs) to not to like request to die no, because, like, at that point, okay. it's like, yo, I'm kind of, because I wasn't, like, if I knew I was going to live forever and, like, I was special, I would definitely keep it a secret and, like, find ways to hide it. Like, mm. I wouldn't want other people to know that, like, yo, homeboy is living forever. Because I feel sure. like that would get weird. But, but that's why I was at, but you also said that you wanted to live until people around your age started dying yeah and so like if i don't know that i'm gonna live forever but it just turns out that i'm starting to live forever like if i'm like 130 and everyone's dying at like 100 i'm about to be milking that and like being on the today show and crap like (laughs) and uh, like telling young people stupid lies about what made me grow old to make them do stupid things to grow old like telling them that I like drink a eight ounce glass of vinegar every morning or something. It would be like four reasons of like what I could do to help people. Oh, I just realized what I never thought about this. This is only, I was just thinking so the podcast that I told you that I've been listening to called Hypercritical, right? Mm-hmm. The reason that hypocritical exists is that it's literally hypocritical. Like, you're so undercritical that you're incapable of noticing, like, your double standard. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way, because hypocritical was just like, it didn't, like, the the critical part of that never really connected with me it was always just like oh like it's kind of a double standard sort of a thing but the sort of kind of deeper reasoning behind why that would be happening it never really occurred to me mm-hmm. i don't know i find that interesting 
Okay, if you have specific questions, I will answer them now. I don't have I don't have more follow up questions to uh, annoy you. Do you, you want to live forever, Mark? Uh hmm. This is the thing. My conflict is more or less the fact that like I'm a reasonably religious person, and that just seems sort of like counter to certain things, unless it were like I don't know, like I can sort of justify. It's in my head, but also it just feels kind of odd. Mm-hmm. You know, if it were more like a, I don't know, it's hard It's hard to say. But just sort of like a straightforward yes or no, if someone said like, hey, you can live forever. I'd be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Or I think that it was someone else at some point when I was, you know, I've listened to these sorts of conversations a lot. And I think the best phrasing was, I don't know, I think I'd like to, I'd like to live for, live up until the uh, imminent destruction of Earth. Oh yeah, and then so I'd like to die, so you want to versus you want to die as a normal age person in our age cohort because haha, well done. Uh, <laughs> that didn't feel genuine. But I don't know. Like for me, I think one of the most interesting things for living a long time would be to see how humanity changes. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't been on Earth that long, all things considered. How long would it take for us to evolve in some weird way? Mm-hmm. Or would we just because we don't have many natural factors uh, driving us towards something? What are you eating, Grant? I'm chewing on a chunk of ice. Oh my god. Like literally the most, <laughs> the worst reason at all to be making noise. <laughs> chewing ice. You always wow. say that you cut out the noise that's not like me talking, so I assumed you just cut it out and ignore it. Oh my gosh. But I can't ignore it when it's just in my headphones and you're saying mm-hmm while you're chewing <laughs> on ice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, that's so bad. You should have just lied and said it's a very crunchy popsicle or something. Like <laughs> You would have yelled just at me for chewing ice, on a pop. Okay, ice. first of all, Mark, what kind of a monster chews a popsicle? Those of us who eat bomb pops. You are a monster if you no, chew you on bite, popsicles. You bite off the ridges of a bomb pop. That is how you eat one. No, it is you scientific are objectively fact. wrong. What, you suck on a bomb pop? You I'm... lick a bomb pop? What's wrong with you? It's a popsicle! You suck on it! It's a. It's not a popsicle, it's a bomb pop, Grant. I don't even know what bomb pops are. What? They're the red, white, and blue ones with ridges on them. You suck on them! You're so No, wrong. you bite off the ridges. You start, you bite off the blue, and then you bite off the red, and then you bite off the white, and then you proceed to eat it like a normal popsicle that doesn't have the weird texture to it. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I definitely like, I definitely like, bite popsicles way more than I You're normally like, uh, like like them. I consider you to be one of my smarter friends, to be honest. But in this moment, yeah. I'm seriously questioning that like underlying part of my reality right now yeah because like you're so objectively wrong in this case and i can't understand no, it i don't think so it's not like i bite ice cream i'm not a monster oh, unless it's on a stick god. then i will thank god if that, it's like an ice cream popsicle treat then i will that would have been the worst existential crisis of my life <laughs> if mark had said he bites ice cream 
<laughs> oh, I would have just had to like question if this was all a dream and. <laughs> well, what I'm or, big on by dream is, I mean nightmare. Um, like Dove chocolate ice cream bars, where you got like the vanilla ice cream and yeah. then a thick Dove chocolate coating. Like my my goal is the precision biting off of that chocolate. <laughs> right, just yeah. a little bit out of it at a time. That's funny. That's the goal. Wow. This has been a good conversation that stemmed from <laughs> stupidity. I'm sorry. Stupidity? Hey, I don't think so. I was I mean, stupid of me to not assume that you would call me out and make fun of me on the air in a way that you couldn't cut out of the podcast. What do you mean? I'm assuming you're not cutting this part out when you edit it, because I know you I, aren't. I hardly cut anything out of this podcast ever. I know. Because <laughs> I'm way too lazy. That's the whole point. All the all the love and affection goes into OHAC when I'm editing, and this is like, I listen through it and fix all of your mistakes, and then just send it out. I hate you. Hey, just but I do... Bit. I do tend to take out your long ums when I think about it. Aww, that's nice. I try. I appreciate that. But then obviously if I'm ridiculing you, I'm going to leave that in. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Speaking of... You, you, you know what you signed up for. <laughs> I know. I didn't even sign anything for this, though. You no, just you didn't. verbally made me agree. Well, I didn't make you do anything. <laughs> I want to give. I asked. <laughs> at the moment, I'm thinking about this, and I have my phone in front of me, so I'm going to give an update on our Twitter feed that we talked about last episode. Is there an update? Is there an update since I did something? Or are you just giving the update? Well, the update about that they responded to our first tweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can give that update. So we tweeted at them about their whole like, and by them I mean Zorba's on the lake some pizza place about how they should be changing their Z's to S or yeah, Z's to S's in pizza. And, um, now I'm struggling to pull up the tweet. Um, cause I don't, Oh, there we go. And they responded with it's, it's April f- once. Did we sleep through winter? <laughs> that was really hard to read out loud and try to put all the Z's in it. Uh, I think you could have just read it normally and then, you know. No. did Were you okay. the one that favorited it? Of course. <laughs> oh, I don't know God. how Twitter works. I, don't I just either. found out how to, I just found out how to look up the tweets that I have sent so far. I know. I, <laughs> I didn't know how to do that before. <laughs> I was struggling with that at work this morning. While I was supposed <laughs> I to be doing it. work, I was looking up the tweets to figure out what they tweeted back to us. Uh, but then I told them, I replied by saying, if you make that change, we'll happily support your fine establishment by changing our Twitter name to Comical's Dart. And of course, I spelled z- support and establishment with Z's instead of S's. Yep. But they haven't responded. I don't think they will. I don't think so either. They're not looking for But hey, we got beef. something. They didn't start following us, though. That would have been nice. That would have been nice of them. No one's going to follow us, Mark. What if they, what would if they, what if I could talk them into being our first sponsor? How amazing would that be? <laughs> that would be awesome, but totally, what would, 
I bet you could do Are it. Are you near one of these nine lakes on <laughs> I bet you in could Minnesota? do it if like you offered for them to sponsor us for like nothing. Well, yeah. I mean, if we said like, how about a dollar per episode? How about you give us a coupon for free pizza while we're home for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they'd do that. <laughs> they might. <laughs> we don't have enough listeners for that. They don't need to know that. Would you just lie? I'll just to start them? downloading the episodes over and over again <laughs> to just bump our listener counts. Yeah, I could. That would work. I have a desktop that just sits here. I could do it all day. Just like write a script to do it or something. Yeah, be easy. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, okay, we should continue. I think it's time to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Greg's comic, Greg. Greg, <laughs> Greg. Uh, no, I, is done that it. all I, I done am to you, Mark? Oh man, I think probably what Padge. it was was <laughs> Pad Richards. I'm losing it. <laughs> I love how this is super funny to the two of us, but none of our listeners understand it. <laughs> I mean, it's funny enough that I called you by the wrong name. I mean, that's sufficient. Mikhail will know. That's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> we do this for Mikhail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. If you're a listener and your name isn't Mikhail, email us at comicalstart at gmail.com and maybe we'll give you some shout outs. That's right. <laughs> and we'll tell you who Greg is and why this is funny. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Grant's. I I I almost purposely said it again just to be funny, but <laughs> no. Okay, okay. I have I have a reason. I was like, I knew I know that there is a reason why I said this. It's because the comic artist's name is Greg Cravens. Yep. I'm staring at it, so that's why I said it. So I have plausible deniability here. You're still uh, a terrible friend. Because I know. Of it. The comic is. The Buckets by Greg Cravens. And we have a husband and wife. The husband is, uh, his hand is hovering over the thermostat, looking back at his wife, asking, I forget, do I turn the thermostat down and you turn it up? Or is it vice versa? I mean, okay. (laughs) Okay. So th- Mar- marital tiff acknowledged. <laughs> yeah. So I chose this comic this week to for kind of two reasons. First is a short question that I want a short answer to. What question is or what question? Oh my god, I'm an idiot. <laughs> what question words. is that, Mark? I don't think that's going to be a short answer. I can't words. Oh, um, <laughs> what temperature <laughs> is the correct temperature to set a thermostat to in the winter? I mean. God, we're going to disagree because you like to sleep with it like 45 degrees or whatever. We're not going to argue about this. I just want to hear your answer and then I'm asking my real question. I don't know. Like, I honestly don't care. I don't have much skin in this game. But Put I grew skin up in the with game, it. Mark. I grew up with it basically being a thermostat set to 68 year-round. Okay. I can respect that. 68 okay. isn't too bad of a winter temp. Um, Little warm for my game, but... I ain't made of money, so maybe that's part well, of it. Well, this is like, I don't have control over any thermostat that I've ever dealt with. Yeah. Uh, 
Max and Andy had it like they they decided what our apartment was going to be like last year and i was too afraid like i don't know how to operate thermostats because i've never done it i just always assume that i'm going to break them oh my Uh, god mark you're so smart and you're afraid of a thermostat i'm not like afraid but you know max and andy set up a very rigorous schedule for our thermostat to be on like a full schedule for it and i wasn't about to mess with it because it seemed fine to me yeah and i think they had it like i mean it dropped down to like I don't know, 55 at night and would come back up by the time we woke up and then it would drop back down during the day. It would kind of fluctuate back and forth, but they, they, Max and Andy both liked it fairly cold, so it probably stayed around 65 or lower in hours. I can respect that. But like at home, it's like always 68. Or once my, one of my sisters comes home and they're like, ooh, it's too cold. Then they'll turn it up to 69 degrees because that's the, that's the one, that's the one amount of difference that my dad will allow. So they think that it matters, so, you know, they get the placebo. Nice. Was that the short answer you were looking for, Grant? That was short enough. (laughs) Okay. So the second reason, and really the main reason I chose this comic, is I wanted to kind of push our, the the philosophy behind Comical Start this week. What? (laughs) So... So I Grant, like... the founding member of Comical Start, understands the philosophy. Okay, I want to know what this philosophy is because I don't know what it is. So, I don't know. To me, the philosophy has always been like, choose a comic that vaguely relates to something you want to talk about and use it as kind of a nice piece of uh, Tinder to get a conversation burning. I don't know. Is it the Tinder or is it the Flint? It's it's something that gets a conversation that like I would say maybe maybe the flint and steel or the match or whatever. Yeah, I think we're the we're the Tinder grant because it's it's not directly involved in the conversation and doesn't directly need to be necessarily perfectly associated with it, but it works and it gets us there. Okay. So, um, I still haven't decided exactly how I want to segue this. But, um, well, that's because we don't prepare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I prepare. I prepared like 10 minutes before this episode. So you did whole, you did a whole 10 minutes or you did, you did it 10 minutes prior to the episode starting. Those are two totally different things. Prior to the episode starting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we both did approximately two minutes of preparation. (laughs) But I thought about it on my way home from work today. So that counts. Okay. Um, so, I, I'm i just going to talk through my process of finding this comic. So, I wanted to find a comic that vaguely related to vices. And I was thinking, like, a woodworking vice. <laughs> but even better, to make this train even longer, I found a comic that just used the word vice. And... <laughs> and, um... So, I feel like half of our four listeners already forgot that the word vice was in the comic in the first place. I know, and it's even the wrong vice. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, that's right, it is spelled wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I always forget that. Um, And so, I wanted to use the word vice to transition us into talking about woodworking vices, and then into social or like emotional vices or like i don't know personal vices i don't know what it's called 
And then I was going to use that to transition into talking about, um, or not talking about, I'm going to say, asking Mark the question, do you feel like you have any vices in your life? And by vices, I mean on the level of like, lots of people drink coffee in the morning or tea in the morning or something like that. Oh, so I can, I can avoid talking about my cocaine habit. That's good. Shh, Mark, better bleep that one out. <laughs> this is a- <laughs> That's right. We need... We can't let people know where all the where all the sponsorship money goes to. Yeah, they can't know that I'm just like in my room, just snorting mountains of cocaine every right. night after I record an why is, episode. Why is Grant so pale? It's a fine dusting of cocaine. <laughs> oh, oh, this is bad. <laughs> this quick before we need to mark this explicit. Move on, move on. <laughs> oh God, we're gonna get demonetized, Mark. Oh no. Whatever will we do? <laughs> but yeah, do you... we could run this pod. We could run this podcast by just emailing episodes to the people who listen. We'd be fine. <laughs> so true. Okay, so what vices do I have on the level of drinking coffee? Yes. In other words, you know, uh, terrible drug addictions that affect my daily life. Sure. I have none on the level of coffee. That's for sure. That's an intentional decision. But are there uh, are there any things no. that you do in your day consistently because they make you not necessarily like not like physically addicted to it or something like many people are with coffee, but like they make you happy. They kind of brighten up your day. I like taking a shower. Yeah, that works. <sighs> okay, but that's I don't know. That's I, not that like I don't work. think anybody would just call work. taking a, that's a cop taking out. a six minute shower of, of I know that's my point. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Actually, I want to call this a vice, but it's something that I wish that I still had. Uh, I found I think I went to Sports Clips junior year of college, and they they talked me into buying this tea tree shampoo. Ooh. That like had a minty smell and made my head just tingle very pleasantly. <laughs> and that was honestly one of like the best feelings ever when taking a shower. It was so good. And then in the <laughs> crappy, crappy dorm showers, the bottle fell and the cap broke and the whole thing exploded and there was no more shampoo. And that was after like maybe two or three weeks. Uh, and it's expensive, so I never bought it again, and I can't find it anywhere, if, even if I wanted. So I've gone back to my oh normal my shampooing habits of the cheapest stuff I can bo- find at CVS. This is so uh, sad. But, Those bottles are so expensive. But, but I did find, this is not shampooing, but I did find this shave butter. Ooh. Vanderhagen. Vanderhagen. And it is made with macadamia nut oil. Shea, mango, and cocoa butter. But it's like, it's, because I've been using shaved gel for a long time, but this stuff, I need even less of it. It just, like, goes on so well, and it smells like vanilla and cocoa, and, oh, it's wonderful. That's I wouldn't awesome. call it a vice, but it definitely makes me enjoy shaving far more than I normally would. I think so there's that. Uh... I would honestly, I would say that like technology is a vice of mine in mm-hmm. a sense. Like buying technology, I very much enjoy doing that and having devices to play around with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely probably my weakest link. Uh, 
I mean, I've kind of, I've kind of tamped it down. Uh, typically, I can sort of get my fix by changing my operating system on my desktop. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know, just like new technology and different technology that I haven't used. Like, it's just exciting to me. Like, it's fun to screw around with it and see what it can do and see how it can sort of play a role in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's probably the the most prominent thing that I can think of. Or a really good breakfast sandwich. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a sucker for a good breakfast sandwich. Oh, I want me a good breakfast. Why do we... <laughs> I feel like we're getting near the end of this episode, and now we're talking about food, and I'm getting upset again. Because that's what we did last episode. Yeah, I may have to run... And I may have to run to Panera and get, like, a scone or something. I'm getting hungry, homeboy. This is bad. <laughs> okay. This is bad did for my beach like... bod, first of all. <laughs> all this food talk and podcasts. <laughs> this is the trouble with recording two days in a row. It's still fresh in our minds. <laughs> I know. Oh. Uh, okay, but yeah, I don't know. I think that that's, that's the most that I can think of. I don't know. Did you have, like, more follow-up questions on that? No, I didn't. That was as deep as my questions oh. went. No no follow-up questions based on what I said? I don't know. I... Converse, Grant. Come on. I'm, I'm not doing a good job of that right now, because I'm just <laughs> laughing at my poor delivery of my premise of what I wanted for this comic, and... You got the point across poorly but yes um i am glad that i noticed at the last minute that the vice is spelled wrong from the vice that i was talking about (laughs) um because i thought that was a good point to add in felt funny to me um but i had to google the word vice to make sure that i wasn't going to make a fool of myself and say that it was spelled wrong when it wasn't (laughs) um that's the type of person i am i guess yeah flying by the seat of my pants and doing a poor job of it um, that's right. Uh, I'm so still kind of guess... shook by your bomb pop comment, but we got to get past that. So, <laughs> um, I'm trying to keep rolling here, but like I had a tab of bomb pop up on my computer and I just closed it out so I would stop thinking about it, but it's not working. I mean, we can, you can either talk about your vices or we can discuss my popsicle eating habits. I'm fine so either way. One of I'll, my vices I'll defend is it. shut up, Mark. I'm talking. <laughs> um is that i love drinking tea in the morning it just is so good and it brightens up my whole day and i love it and i like i will fully admit i'm a bit of like a tea prude i'm one of those people who actually like steeps their tea for the amount of time you're supposed to steep your tea for um like, I set alarms and take it out when it's supposed to be taken out. I'm not, like, one of those people who just, like, puts in a bag of Earl Grey and leaves it in there all day and stuff. Like, uh, It just, like, makes me cringe a little bit. Um, but, like, I so just... So, what kind of, what kind of, uh, tea do you drink? I love, like, any tea that's fruity AF. Like... Give me, like, some good fruity herbal tea or, like, a good, like, fruit-infused, like, white tea or green tea or something, and I'm happy. I don't care. Actually, I do care what fruit it is, but, like, if you stick in a reasonable realm of fruits for tea, like, 
I'm talking like peach, orange, apple, maybe pineapple, but don't give me any of this like weird crap, you know? I don't even know what I mean by weird crap, but like, don't be putting like guava in my tea or something. It just, it's not okay. Oh, yeah, I I get that. I'm definitely like peach tea is my favorite fruity tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a box of it that I've just kind of brought around with me every time I move because I like I don't drink tea very frequently. I like it. I just know it's not like a thing that I crave or anything. So it's more just like, oh, I'm, I think I'm just going to sit down and read. And I, oh, I guess I'll make some tea. I have some right here mm-hmm. uh, when it occurs to me. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I got a bunch of, like, loose leaf tea and stuff that I use, and so it's just delicious. Nice. And, yeah. Okay, I'm 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 putting us back on the train. Uh, I've put something in the Skype messaging. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, what are you, what are you <laughs> sending me? What is he doing? Defending my position, Grant. I'm so upset right now. Okay, so, <laughs> so for for our listeners, Mark just I don't even know what he sent me, but it is um is it a tweet? It looks like a tweet. Um It is a tweet. And at Nerdery and free ice cream truck sparks heated debate. That, how do you eat your how, how do you eat your bomb pop? They give you two options. Systematically, which is implied to be someone who's clearly bitten their popsicle one color at a time, or squirrel style, which is what I defined, eating it kind of like a corn on the cob, eating off those ridges, leaving a more popsicle-like remnant. Do you know what infuriates me about this? Both these freaking people are eating it wrong! Man, bomb pops are just not meant to be licked in that way. They yes, just don't like they it. are! No, they're it's not. It's a popsicle! You lick popsicles just like tootsie pops i don't <laughs> see oh, this is one of those things where tell like me that you bite no, a tootsie no, no. Pop. this is this is what i need to explain to you grant you've been culturally conditioned by oh, all these happy people this. on boxes stop where they sit this. there like smiling with their tongue out and a popsicle draped across their tongue like I'm having such a good time slowly licking this popsicle and it's going to melt in my hand before I have the chance to even eat a tenth of it. No, you got to learn like, how to like lick your popsicle better than. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just. Uh. <laughs> I hate the fact that you're using this like this liberal artsy null or. Er, type argument of like you were culturally conditioned and da 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 and i'm just like because i know that you can't defend against it (laughs) (laughs) because i believe in it but like also because i also eat i also bite tootsie pops i'll lick them and suck on them for a while no you don't you're not a monster i know you're not a monster mark what are you it comes time to it we were like hey you know this like sugary candy outside is like fine but the tootsie is where it's at and no, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and look at 3,500 times to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. I'm going to go for it. The Tootsie part is the sad end at the end of the Yellow Brick Road. The Yellow Brick Road is the fun. The ending just kind of sucks. 
But, like, it's not bad. But the road was way better. Stick on the road, Mark. Well, I I think I'm going to... I'm going to circle us back and come at you with the most damning piece of evidence against you. No. You're wrong. Which is that approximately 30 minutes ago, you were chewing ice. I hate you. I hate you so much. You better leave this part in of me just talking. If you are a friend of me, I I hate you so much right now. You are the worst kind of person, Mark. If you post this episode without including this rant of mine, I am unfriending you on Facebook, but we'll continue podcasting together.